0: Shout out also to Joy1Love420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. Howdy folks, Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, Heartland of America. You can find me anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio and other platforms like it. You could follow me on Instagram at underscore IamCanvaSativa and then on Twitter at I see Sativa pod. So a lot of people are trying to try some new tricks or actually some old tricks that have worked um, in various different states to get people, to get the voters attention on, on cannabis reform. So a, a new, uh, uh, old trick that was tried in Wisconsin is going to be tried in Texas. Um, we're going to read about it via marijuana moment and through, um, patch.com. So let's, let's, let's get into it. New Texas group plans to put marijuana initiatives on local ballots after legislative disappointments, written by Cal Yeager. Texas legislators made progress this session on some incremental marijuana policy changes, but activists were hoping for some more, and a newly formed progressive coalition that's being led by two former congressional candidates is aiming to take cannabis and other issues directly to voters by putting reform measures on local ballots across the state. Ground Game Texas, a nonprofit spearheaded by former Democratic candidates, Julie Oliver and Mike Siegel, isn't exclusively focused on marijuana, but their mantra is workers, wages, and weed indicated that the group's views views drug policy reform as a key part of its mission. By engaging voters on issues like marijuana reform that are popular amongst young people and Democrats, it stands to reason that the organization can influence turnout in upcoming elections, potentially shifting the geo- the GOP skewed balance of power in the conservative state legislature. There's no statewide citizen-led initiative process that would enable advocates to put an issue like decriminalization or legalization on the Texas ballot. But at the local level, there are limited cases where activists can leverage home rule laws that allow for policy changes. Meanwhile, major metropolitan areas like Austin and Dallas have already independently enacted law enforcement policy changes that reduce enforcement for marijuana-related offenses by issuing citations and summons, for example. That's the type of limited reform that could theoretically be accompanied or accomplished via citizen initiative under local statutes. A strong majority of Texans back local or excuse me, broader reform according to the recent polling, 60% of voters in the state support making cannabis legal for any use, signaling that local initiatives for more modest proposals like decriminalization would likely pass easily. We're not waiting for the politicians to make change, Ground Game Texas said. We will work with, we will work to put Popular policies on the ballot and engage voters on the issues. Progressive ideas, a $15 minimum wage, expanding Medicaid, legalizing marijuana, are popular ideas, it said. We need to lead with the progressive policies that cross political boundaries. It's unclear which cities will be targeted for cannabis reform initiatives at this point, but the group. But the group told the Texas Tribune that it had conversations about pursuing some of the reforms it wants to work on in 10 cities, including Mission, Bedford, and Elgin. Cannabis reform advocates said that putting the issue on the ballot could have effects that reach further than just the cities that enact new policy. Texans are eager for marijuana law reform. Heather Fazio, director of Texans for responsible marijuana policy told marijuana moment. Using this issue to rally voters is smart and could greatly impact the makeup of our, of our state's next legislature. Ground game Texas is being launched shortly after this year's legislative session ended, which which saw numerous drug policy proposals advance with bills to expand the state's medical cannabis program and require a study into therapeutic potential of certain psychedelics for military veterans having been sent to the governor's desk. But broad reforms such as marijuana decriminalization did not get enacted. And again, we told you it wouldn't get enacted and that Dan Patrick wouldn't allow it to advance and it didn't. Three progressive Texan political figures, including U.S. Housing and Urban Development Secretary Julian Castro, former state rep Wendy Davis and former U.S. Rep Beto O'Rourke have endorsed Ground Game Texas and have said in a recent statement that it is going to meet Texans where they are and listen to them about issues that matter most, the Tribune reported. Sawyer Hackett, executive director of Castor's separate People First Future Group, said the new organization will engage in year-round door knocking and put progressive policies like marijuana legalization and $15 minimum wage on the ballot. With respect to the recently ended legislative session, advocates remain disappointed that they were unable to pass more expansive cannabis bills, including a decriminalization proposal that that cleared the House but saw no action in the Senate. The House approved a cannabis decriminalization bill in 2019, but it did not advance in the Senate that session because Dan Patrick did not allow for it to advance. We we gotta add that sort of caveat. Texas isn't the only state in which organizers are trying to put marijuana on local ballots. Ohio activists recently qualified a measure to decriminalize cannabis, to appear on a local 2021 ballot. The first of dozens of reform proposals that can go before voters this year as signature gathering efforts can sit, can continue across the state. End of article. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I love this. This is good. Um, This isn't the only time this sort of technique has been tried. And when it was tried the last time it worked and we're gonna we're gonna show that because again you have fossils like like dan patrick and the the current governor greg abbott that don't really like the plan don't really like the people that use the plan but again if you if you rile up people locally and you know they're voting for i for either non-binding measures asking what people think of of reform or just local reforms that will make it a low priority in, in a municipality um again we we we've covered this in the past in numerous states people even even if if statewide reform is not really in the cards local municipal reform has been in the cards in a lot of places so again the more more of this we can get the better even if if people at even if people at the top on the state level don't want reform you could still get it locally and you could still get the voters talking about it and you can still get the voters being like hey you know which who's been the party that's been the obstructionist party on this issue um from my observation locally it's been it's been the republicans so i'm going to go vote for the democrats this this local election or this municipal election or so on and so forth like this this is big this is helpful all right so this is that article from patch.com did marijuana help tony evers Defeat Scott Walker? Data says yes. 16 Wisconsin counties had cannabis ballot measures. Here's how the voter turnout was affected in the governor's race in each of these counties. Did the ballot measures in 16 Wisconsin counties help tip the November 6, 2018, governor's race to Democrat Tony Evers over Scott Walker? According to the official results, Evers defeated Walker by 30,576 votes, a razor thin margin when you consider that nearly 2.7 million Wisconsinites cast their ballots in what's largely considered a record turnout for a midterm election. Conversely, in 16 counties, overwhelmingly voted in favor, of pro-marijuana ballot measures that were on the November 6th ballot. The 16 counties with the advisory referendum were Milwaukee, Rock, Dane, Souk, Brown, Lacrosse, Marathon, Portage, Clark, Langdale, Marquette, Eau Claire, Forest, Kenosha, Lincoln, and Racine. While Wisconsinites supported a variety of pro-marijuana ballot measures in all counties. They, they appeared, experts say that ballot measures often have an effect on voter turnout. Brookings Institute senior fellow John Hudak said that ballot measures often have an effect on voter turnout. Democrats and Republicans alike have put ballot measures on in election years for a variety of topics, including minimum wage and gun rights, Etc. he said. The more people who turn out in elections tend to help Democrats win. They tend to be younger voters and poorer voters. When fewer people turn out, it tends to help Republicans because the most ardent voters tend to be older voters and conservative voters. Wisconsin Patch has studied the voter turnout in each of the 16 counties where pro-marijuana ballot measures have passed and determined while Walker enjoyed more support In many of the 16 counties when compared to his last election in 2014, his totals were dwarfed by the gains Democrats enjoyed in 2018, while Walker collected 3,314 more votes in 2018, his opponent... Tony Evers collected a whopping 143,584 more votes when compared to 2014 when Mary Burke ran against Walker. When we look at the vote totals, three counties stand out, Milwaukee, Waukesha, and Dane. In 2018, in Dane County, gave Evers more than 44,000 more votes than Burke in 2014. In Milwaukee County, Evers got more than 31,000 than Burke did in 2014. And surprisingly, in conservative Waukesha County, Evers garnered more than 17,000 more votes than Burke did in 2014. When you look at at Walker's support in each of these three counties, he got 44,000 fewer votes this time around. In Milwaukee, he got 85,000, or excuse me, 8,500 fewer votes. In Waukesha County, Walker received 580 fewer votes. By the numbers, voter turnout. We're not gonna read all of these, but um, we'll read some of as, uh, some of these uh, numbers. Wisconsin patch studied the November 6th election for 16 counties that had cannabis measure questions on the ballot. When we looked at how many people voted for Scott Walker versus Tony Evers in each county, this is what we found. Brown County, Walker versus leading opponent in 2018 61424 versus 51724 2014 58408 versus 40751 Clark County Walker versus leading opponent 2018 74, 000, or excuse me 7469 versus 3994 and then 7,409 versus thirty thirty eight hundred forty eight in 2014. And then in Dane County, Walker versus leading opponent. 2018, 69,206 versus 220,052. And then 2014, 73,676, versus one hundred and seventy five thousand nine hundred and thirty seven. Yeah. Again, I'm not gonna read all of these, but again, I mean, cannabis does make a difference. This isn't a low priority deadhead issue that that um previous generations can just dismiss. And we're not a marginal population that that doesn't sway elections. The data has proven that we sway elections and that our needs can't really be ignored because they the sway elections. Walker did not get a third term because cannabis was on the ballot in Wisconsin. We have the power as it is right now. It's up to us to use said power. It's up to us to use our voice and, and, and to make it be known to these politicians that hate the plan and hate the people that use the plan that we're not going anywhere. We, we're not going anywhere and there's more of us in 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 all of the states throughout the country, than there are of them, and that their 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 time is coming to an end. These prohibitionists, their time is coming to an end. And again, they have to be made to know that they have to be made to know that they will lose political power going against the plan and the people that like the plan. It has to be known to these politicians and putting it on 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 local measures, putting it on on local ballots throughout the country um throughout um various states that aren't acting on on cannabis reform on a state or or legislative level again this 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 is the shot in the arm that a lot of these politicians that that serve their donors and that serve their personal agendas this 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 is going to be a wake-up call to them and if if they're not going to do what the people want they're going to get voted out and this quote-unquote marginal issue Will will we'll cost them their political office if they don't take it seriously. As always, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore i and on Twitter at @icsativapod. And as always, everyone, see you again, my friends. Peace out and ciao. Slash Anchor Slash I am Sativa Podcast Slash Support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com Slash Ic Sativa Podcasts. You can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month. We also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor, and you can do this by going to https